The work of this church in the world is realized through the generous financial support of all who call this place home. Along with the gifts and time and talent, ours is a shared ministry. You have a role to play here. Church membership is open to all. For more information, go to uusf.org. We begin our story today in the little town of Bethlehem. And that means we're going to need some villagers. And that means you, all of you. The entire congregation is going to be the people of Bethlehem. So every time you hear Bree say, it's so bright, you'll say, what's up with that? All right, so let's try it. So Bree might say something like, I've never seen a star like that. It's so bright. All right, excellent. So one evening in Bethlehem, two villagers were coming home from work. They were sore and tired from working in the fields all day, but they stopped in the middle of the street and looked up in the sky. You know, I'm getting kind of annoyed with this whole star thing. I mean, where did it come from anyway? I know what you mean, and I can't get away from it. It keeps me awake at night because it's so bright. What is up with that? What's up with a star that just appears out of nowhere? Perhaps it's a sign, an omen of some kind. Perhaps something very, very good or very, very bad is going to happen. Because, you know, it's so bright. Yeah, I'm not really into the whole omen thing. I'm more, you know, science-based. Sure, but the evidence suggests that such a star is likely to bring many things to our little village. People will come here to gaze upon it, to learn about it, because you can't ignore the fact that it's so bright. Good question. I have a feeling we'll find out. This is a story still unfolding. Indeed it is. Good job, everybody. So while people in Bethlehem were perusing the sky and wondering, what's up with that? There were two people who had just arrived in town, Joseph and Mary. They had to go to Bethlehem because of a nasty new tax law, even though Mary was very, very close to having her baby, and they had to travel almost 100 miles with the help of a friendly donkey. But in Bethlehem, they found that all the inns and hotels and Airbnbs were full or cost too much. Finally, one innkeeper told them they could stay in the stables with the animals. Would the following animals please come up? And in that stable there were a sheep named Dr. Bob Todd, a platypus named Perry, and a chicken named Chickpea. We need to know what noises these animals make in our story. So Dr. Bob Todd, what is your sheep noise? <laughs> That's very good. And Perry, what is your platypus noise? Quack, quack. 
And chickpea, what is your chicken noise? Everyone in the congregation, I would like you to pick the animal noise you would like to make. Because although we will be, under, be able to understand the animals as they speak, Mary and Joseph can't understand them. This means that every time I say, but all Mary and Joseph heard was, you'll make your animal noise. Let's practice. So I'll say something like, the animals just kept talking and talking to each other, but all Mary and Joseph heard was... <laughs> so a sheep, platypus, and a chicken were hanging out in the stable one night when all of a sudden the door opens and a man and a pregnant woman and their donkey come inside and start making themselves at home. <laughs> Who let them in here? They don't belong in a stable. Quack, quack. Yeah, they should be with the, in the inn with the other human types. They're roughly my feathers. But all Mary and Joseph heard was... Quack, quack. You'd think they'd just stay home at a time like this. Yeah, or plan ahead a little, so they had a place waiting for them. Or at least picked up some sticks to build something. <laughs> but all Mary and Joseph heard was... <laughs> Finally, the tired old donkey lifted his head. He looked at the sheep, the platypus, and the chicken, and he said, why don't you try it? You try riding 90 miles on the back of an old swayback donkey like me when you're so pregnant you can't even see your feet. You try being an expectant dad worried about the woman you love and the child she carries. You try being me, watching every step I take so I don't jostle this woman who's just trying to get here safely. You try it. And the animals felt very, very bad. And they cried out. I'm sorry, I'll offer them some milk. I'm sorry, I'll lay them an egg. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll build them a nest. But all Mary and Joseph heard was... <laughs> nice job, everybody. You can all head back to your seats now, and uh, we'll listen to our musicians again. Very good job. For the next scene, we have a very important role for you all. In fact, we need everyone for this one to be baby Jesus. So get a little holy, get a little divine spark. Now the first sound most babies make is to cry, but not this baby. Nope, this baby looks around and he sees his mom and dad for the first time. Then he looks over their heads and he sees a sheep with big brown eyes a donkey with big tall ears, and sitting between the donkey's ears is a platypus and a chicken. So the first sound out of baby Jesus isn't a cry, it's a big laugh. So every time you hear the innkeeper say, what's that noise, you're going to laugh. So let's practice. 
Gee, I was just sleeping nice and quiet, and suddenly I heard something. What was that noise? <laughs> Wonderful. Good job. Let's invite our innkeeper up. So what's going on? The innkeeper who told Mary and Joseph they'd had to sleep in the barn is tossing and turning in her bed. I don't know what it is, but I just can't sleep tonight. For one thing, those animals are making a heck of a lot of noise. But just when I finally got to sleep, I thought I heard something. Now, what was that noise? <laughs> there it is again. So the innkeeper woke up her partner, who could sleep through just about anything, and asked, Did you hear something? I'm sure I heard something. What was that noise? But the innkeeper's partner just rolled over and went back to sleep. So the innkeeper went outside to see what they could find, but the streets were empty and silent. Still, she knew there was something out there, and they wondered out loud, What was that noise? There it is again. It sounds like it's coming from the stables. I'll go check it out. So the innkeeper went across the courtyard and through the stable door, and there were Mary and Joseph, who had been kicked out of the inn in that afternoon. And the innkeeper said to them, I'm sorry I made you sleep in the stable, and I'm sorry that I'm barging in on you like this, but I just have to know, what was that noise? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's, it's your baby? <laughs> And the innkeeper realized that it was the newborn baby who had been laughing all along. And suddenly the innkeeper was full of love for this vulnerable little child and full of hope too. And, innkeep and the innkeeper said to Joseph and Mary, I'm going to go and tell everyone that you have the most wonderful baby with the most wonderful laugh there ever was. And the innkeeper ran out into the streets of Bethlehem to tell everyone the good news. So now we're out in the fields with the shepherds and they're in for a big surprise because there is a whole host of angels heading their way. So we're going to need a whole bunch of angelic children to come up here and play the angels. Who would like to be an angel today? <laughs> and remember, there's no age limit on children. I know quite a few of you that are still childlike. Come on up. If you want, we have halos and wings over here as well. Anyone else want to be an angel? We've got halos and wings. Come on up. Now, sometimes angels talk to us, and we don't even know it. If we're lucky, we might hear something like, Oh. So every time you hear me say, then the angels said, you're all going to sing, Aww. let's practice. I'll say something like, the shepherds didn't know what to do, so they said to the angels, hey, what should we do? And the angels said, excellent. And for this scene, we need to invite the shepherds up. There are three shepherds out watching their sheep. Two of them are fast asleep, but one is staring up at that bright star in the sky. Then the shepherd who's awake starts to notice that there are some new stars shining alongside the bright star. Then there are lots of new stars. Then the stars start getting bigger 
and bigger, and the shepherd realizes that they aren't stars at all, but angels flying toward them, getting closer and closer. And the shepherd wakes up the other two shepherds and points up to the sky, and all three of them fall to their knees as they look up at a whole host of angels hovering in the air. And the angels said, What did they say? I don't know. I couldn't understand a word. They said we have to go to Bethlehem. You speak angel? <laughs> Why didn't he tell us? It's just something I picked up. And the angels said, oh. Well, what did they say this time? What's the deal? Well, loosely translated, something like, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you was born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. <laughs> they said all that. Definitely loosely translated. Very efficient language. Well, there's more. And the angels said, No. Well? Now what? They said, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace, goodwill among people. Come on, let's go to Bethlehem and see what it's all about. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And the angels smiled down upon them and said, Good job, everybody. So now we're out in the fields with the shepherds, and they're in for a big surprise because there is a whole host of angels heading their way. So we're going to need a whole bunch of angelic children to come up here and play the angels. Who would like to be an angel today? <laughs> and remember, there's no age limit on children. I know quite a few of you that are still childlike. Come on up. If you want, we have halos and wings over here as well. Come on up. Now, sometimes angels talk to us and we don't even know it. If we're lucky, we might hear something like, oh. So every time you hear me say, then the angel said, you're all going to sing, oh. Let's practice. I'll say something like, the shepherds didn't know what to do, so they said to the angels, hey, what should we do? And the angels said, excellent. And for this scene, we need to invite the shepherds up. There are three shepherds out watching their sheep. Two of them are fast asleep. 
but one is staring up at that bright star in the sky. Then the shepherd who's awake starts to notice that there are some new stars shining alongside the bright star. Then there are lots of new stars. Then the stars start getting bigger and bigger, and the shepherd realizes that they aren't stars at all, but angels flying toward them, getting closer and closer. And the shepherd wakes up the other two shepherds and points up to the sky, and all three of them fall to their knees as they look up at a whole host of angels hovering in the air. And the angels said, What did they say? I don't know. I couldn't understand a word. They said we have to go to Bethlehem. You speak angel? <laughs> Why didn't you tell us? It's just something I picked up. And the angels said, oh. Well, what did they say this time? What's the deal? Well, loosely translated, something like, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you was born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. <laughs> they said all that. Definitely loosely translated language. Well, there's more. And the angels said, no. Well, now what? They said, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace, goodwill among people. Come on, let's go to Bethlehem and see what it's all about. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And the angels smiled down upon them and said, Good job, everybody. Now let's join in singing hymn number 231, Angels We Have Heard on High. Did you see 
What glad tidings did you Okay, it's now to do our manger scene with everybody coming up, including Bree, can you grab the baby Jesus? It's behind you in the second in the two pews behind you. That's where we, we have him tonight. So all the children, all the angels, all the animals, come on up. Okay, you all remember your cues as well? So some of the townspeople will say, it's so bright, and you'll say, and the animals inside the stable were talking a mile a minute, and the new baby and its beautiful laugh, but all Mary and Joseph heard was, and the shepherds were there too, and a whole host of angels hovering above them, and the angels said, and the newborn babe looked up at the people, and the animals and angels all gathered together on that cold night, and he made a quiet little sound, and the innkeeper leaned forward, and even though she knew the answer, she whispered with a heart full of love, what noise was that? Okay, let's try that all again. All right, now you know your cues. So some of the townspeople looked up at the star and said again, it's so bright. And the animals inside the stable were talking a mile a minute about the new baby and its beautiful lap, but all Mary and Joseph heard was, and the shepherds were there too, and a whole host of angels hovering above them, and the angels said, and the newborn babe looked up at the people, and the animals and angels all gathered together on that cold night and he made a quiet little sound, and the innkeeper leaned forward, and with, even though she knew the answer, she whispered with a heart full of love, what was that noise? <laughs> Amen. What a happy ending.